This is Seven Sport. Good morning and welcome along to Buddies for Breakfast live here this Saturday morning here on Seven Sport. I hope you're well. It's been a, a, a lo- not a long week, really. I don't know what I was about to say long week. It's been a, a pretty quick week, to be honest. It's the week before the Cheltenham Festival. So that's all I've been thinking about when I've been at work. That and, and obviously covering local football. Um, you know, two midweek games under my belt in the GFA uh, Challenge Trophy. AK Bocco versus Long Levens on Tuesday night. And then Brimscombe and Frapp versus Hartbury University on Wednesday. And you know, the next thing I knew, it was Thursday. And the last two days have just been a little bit longer. Holiday mode kicking in. The out of office was set yesterday. That's me done. That's me done for the festival. And that is uh, kind of what I'm, I'm focusing on seven sport-wise pretty much from full-time tomorrow in our featured game, which will be Tuffley Rovers Ladies versus Chatham Saracens. That's Chatham Saracens. Chatham sort of Service Ladies, sorry. So early in the morning for me here. Um, today's featured game is also Tuffley Rovers. Tuffley Rovers in their last home league match of the season. And they host Lydney Town in pretty much a game that intrigues me. It's intrigued me for a number of weeks and, you know, it's a situation where Town Town, they play Fairford Town in the Hellenic Prem. So whoever wins today at Cleveland Park, that's it. You pretty much secured safety, really. You know, Lydney would you know, probably need a, well, they'd need a point mathematically from their, their final couple of games. Um, I just don't think Town are going to win all four games. I don't know if they're going to even win one game. Um, you know, they can win four, still survive by a point. But toughly, no. They win today. It doesn't matter what Cowan do against Fairford. It doesn't matter what Cowan do against Long Levens at the end of the season um, and their games in between because uh, Tuffley Rovers cannot be caught. So the pressure's a little bit on Lydney today. They're not over the line. Um, they will be hoping if they can avoid defeat at Cleveland Park, and they get the news that Fairford have won at Cowan Town, it'll make them feel a lot better about things, because, you know, then they don't need a point, well, yeah, they don't need a point themselves, I, I worked out in a week, it was supposed to be much smoother than this, but yeah, pretty much, toughly win, there's no problem, relegation avoided, that's all you need to know there, and uh, yeah, if if Cowan get a result, and toughly were to win, then it gets a little bit nervous for Lydney. But elsewhere in Gloucestershire, there is plenty of action to go and enjoy. As always, we'll run through the fixture list to start the programme. Um, always the first thing we look at. It's Gloucester City versus Gateshead at Meadow Park. Lee Mansell side unbeaten in six. Looking to extend that unbeaten record and try and steer clear um, of the drop zone. You know, Telford, who were below Gloucester City, Got a point against Gateshead the other week, so you know title chasing Gateshead aren't uh, impenetrable. So Gloucester, if they can, you know, they've struggled in recent weeks at scoring a lot of goals, but if they can, you know, at least find the net today, they give themselves a chance against Gateshead. In Southern League, there's only one game with one of our sides in it. Strange, never really get get that sort of little action in that league. But it's a big one. AFC Totten versus Siren Sester Town. Siren, who are no longer top in the division. You know, John Braff will be itching just to, you know, keep the momentum going. Especially as you're approaching our final 10 games. Totten, not not out of it. They're clinging on in there, potentially, to a, a title push. But a defeat to Siren today, I believe, if I remember rightly when I was looking at it, will take Siren, I think, 11 points clear of Totten. And, you know, that probably would be enough to separate the front two from uh, from Totten. Really challenging for the league. Uh, in Hellenic Prem, uh, Bishop Cleave against Hallen. The news was broke this week by uh, our work experience man, Josh Evans. Um, basically, weekly, weekly chats me and him have and um, looking at games that he can cover, what he's interested in covering and, you know, we we discussed the previews that, you know, I'd like to get out on Seven Sport and, you know, who he's comfortable speaking with, who he hasn't spoke with before, trying to test him a little bit. And I think he appreciates that. So I arranged this week for him to speak to Wally Pitt of Brimscombe and Frupp. 
and also Paul Collicott of Bishop's Cleave. And during that chat with uh, Paul Collicott, Josh was able to confirm two bits of news. First one being that Bishop's Cleave versus Brimscombe Thrupp on Monday was well is now postponed. So that game is no longer happening. It will happen at Kate Lane because next Saturday, the 19th of March, Bishop's Cleave will be back at Kate Lane for the first time. The 3G pitch is all completed. It was signed off in the week. And they will be hosting Hereford Lads Club next Saturday back home at Kate Lane. So, realistically, it looks like Cleve are going to be home in time to win the league. What it also may mean is that they could win the league against Brimscombe and Fripp. Not too sure Brimscombe will be happy about that. But Cleve play Halland today, knowing that second place Westbury go to Brimscombe and Fripp. So, they'll be looking for a favour from the Lily Whites. It'll make life a bit easier for Cleve going into their final games but realistically anyone who's been watching the league and you know knows about the Hellenic Prem will know that Cleve have pretty much got it wrapped up and realistically I don't want to say it so negatively but it'll be the biggest bottle job I've ever seen if Cleve do not win the league from this point Um, as I said Brimscombe against Westbury that's a fascinating game because Westbury are a very good side they just seem to be able to churn out the results Brimscombe Frapp, you know, had a good result in midweek. So, performances have been there for Sam Pryor's men. Maybe, you know, some sides could be guilty of, you know, just wanting to see the season out, look it to the summer and, and we go again. But Brimscombe Frapp, after winning on penalties in midweek, Ollie Pitt in his chat with Josh, just sort of talking about, you know, looking to try and get up to 70 points, looking to, you know, lift the trophy at the end of it. And then that would constitute a good season for Brimscombe, which is... a uh, a season that promised so much for the men from the Meadow. Um, also, just a quick note that that Bishop's Cleave versus Hallen match will be the game that Josh is attending for us. So whilst I'll be at Tuffley Rovers versus Lydney, he will be at the Jubilee for that one. So Bishop's Cleave looking to sign out from the Jubilee unbeaten this season. Elsewhere, as we mentioned, Cowan Town versus Fairford Town is a game of interest. Um, just one to look out for results-wise. Long Levens, they're at home to Royal and Bassett Town. Saw a tweet in the week from Bassett saying that they have a great record against Long Levens. So the home side will be looking to try and make amends for that. And as I said, our feature game is Tuffley versus Lydney. And <laughs> I guess you share a little funny story, actually, that I was there on the bus home yesterday from, from work. And I was thinking about the game, Tuffley, Lydney. And I thought, like, oh, I don't know what you want to expect. And I was like, in my head, I was like, yeah, Lydney, Lydney have a really good record against Tuffley. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't really remember Tuffley, Tuffley beating Lydney, except the 2-1 win that I saw them have, and then the 4-1 win that they had afterwards. But yeah, other than that, I don't remember seeing Tuffley beat Lydney. And I just sort of sat there for a moment thinking, what are you talking about? And it's kind of what everyone who's going to be listening right now is going to be thinking, sitting there like thinking... You know, right, what, you, what you're waffling about here. But, yeah, for some reason, I assume that just because last time I saw them play, Lydney won 2-0, that it meant that Lydney have an unbelievable record against Tuffley. Turns out, not the case. So, yeah, bit of a, a weird one, that. In the Hellenic League Division 1, there are a couple of games uh, involving our sides. Sirencester Town Development versus Studley, top of the table, Studley. Don't really know what to expect from Siren Devs, because every now and then... They have some first-team players like Ben Whitehead, Aidan Bennett available. And, if you know, they've got a couple of them dropping down from the first team because obviously the Chester Town first team so, you know, so good and it's so deep, deep in quality. You do get a couple of decent players who, you know, shouldn't really be playing Hellenic Div 1, but there they are. So, you know, depending on what Sirencester Dev side are going to be, uh, you know, facing Studley today, will you know affect the, the the outcome of the game. It'll be an interesting one to see. Uh, FC Stratford versus Cheltenham Saracens in midweek. Josh went and watched Saracens against Milton United. It was a 1-0 win for Milton. Josh uh, noted to me when we were just chatting after the game that big, big defeat for, for Saracens. One they really, really could have done without. And then a trip to, to Stratford today. Who themselves, you know, aren't completely out of the, the promotion push and the playoff push, but... Yeah, Saracens 
could do with a, a, a decent win today, not just a win, but a decent one. And then there's a, an all-glossious uh, encounter, Morton Rangers versus Newent Town. So that's the, the, the main leagues. Uh, fixtures run through. As always, there's a full list of fixtures on the website, 7sport.co.uk. County League games, uh, Northern Senior League. There's also, just going through myself, Stroud, well, Stroud League Cup. Uh, the Bill Bick Cup. It's at quarter-final stage, so there's four fixtures there. Uh, AFC Renegades Reserves versus Garland Wilton Force. Abbey Mead Rovers Thirds versus Robins Wood. Uh, Oxford United versus Stratton United Reserves. And Rising Stars are in action against Stroud United Reserves. And speaking of Rising Stars, this weekend on Sunday at Meadow Park is the Gloucester and District Sunday League Finals Day. You'll be able to see on the website, 7sport.co.uk, a post that went up, I think it was on Friday, I did it actually, and it's just advertising the finals, um, two games in a day, as always at 7sport, we we like to encourage people to go and watch football, great value for money, I think it's £3 to get in, Um, and you get to... No high quality games. Looking at the squads that are going to be involved, there are you know quite high quality action um, to feast upon on uh, well all afternoon really. Um, for ourselves, as I mentioned, it will be all about the Gloucester County Women's Football League as our Sundays are, and it's Tuffley Rovers Ladies versus Cheltenham Civil Service Ladies. And speaking of Tuffley Rovers Ladies, I haven't even haven't even introduced the guests that we've got on today's program. And I'm about two minutes away from getting the first one on. So on the programme today, we have Ethan Dunbar, a long eleven striker, who is just joined the show to talk about his first season in um, Hellenic League football. You know, he's, he's had his time at you know the likes of Frampton. He's played for Slimbridge Reserves. Had a few games for Slimbridge as well, of course. But, you know, he's, he's amassed over 40 games this season for long elevens. consistent performer. Bags of goals, as we expect from, from Ethan Dunbar. Um, unfortunately, he suffered an injury a couple of weeks ago, so we'll speak to him about that and how he is uh, he's faring. Um, elsewhere, we also have Tuffley Rovers Ladies Trio. I've gone for for, for free guests here. And uh, I asked for volunteers to their uh, Twitter page. Waited patiently for... for I was nearly said victims there for volunteers. And Holly Kay, Ellen White. Ellen Knight, sorry, and also Robin Lee. They are on the programme at about nine o'clock. And then we're ending the programme looking ahead to the tips of the league and discussing a bit of football as well. We'll have a bit of football chat, why not? Uh, Freddie Ward and Adam Mace, or as I build them on Twitter, the Chuckle Brothers, they will be on the programme to close it. And bear in mind, it was Adam Mace's birthday yesterday. So don't know what sort of shape he's going to be in, to be honest. Yeah, he's not got a game. Isham not playing today. It's, it could be dangerous. Well, even if they were playing, he wouldn't be playing because he's banned. As Freddie Ward will take the light in uh, in reminding him when we're on the on live with them. So yeah, this is uh, this is the program. This is what we've got ahead, and I think it's the perfect time to get Ethan Dunbar on the program. Long Levens in action against Royal Blunt Bassett today. Dunbar, I believe, is going to watch. He did um, did message me in the week asking if I was going down. But uh, toughly, Lydney. Yeah, everyone knows if you follow someone's sport and you have followed someone's sport for years now, you would know that two Gloucester sides playing each other tends to mean we will be close by. Hello, mate. How are you? Morning, Ethan. Live on 7 Sport. I'm all good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, mate. The foot's um, still a bit swollen, but you know how it is. I was going to say, I, I got the message to sort of say that you were you were injured on Tuesday when I spoke to, to Spider before going down to the game. Couldn't believe the news. What, what happened? What Do you remember sort of what happened? Uh, to be fair, I can't, I can't really remember it, but I remember I did a 1-2 with Brad, and I remember I just went for the ball. And the player just went right into my ankle, and um, it looks like I've done done some sort of um, 
ankle ligament damage, what isn't isn't great. And it's not not good to have an injury at any part of the season, but it's even worse when it's at the end of the season, you know, when you've got important games coming up. I was, so, um, was going to say, is yeah. it, you know, is, was, is it better almost that it's the end of the season? Or, you know, I know, I know what you're like, you want to play every single minute of every game. So, you know, it's going to be frustrating either way. So... You sort of answered it there by saying that, you know, it's still at a bad time because obviously you have got, as you said, games coming up and also the Hellenic Cup as well. But, you know, how tough are you finding it already not, not being involved? It's tough, you know. It is it is tough because I, I want to play as much football as I can. But to be fair, I haven't been angry about it because it's done. It's gone now. Um, the most important thing is trying to do everything I can and the people around me and people who see me on a regular basis know I'm trying to do everything I can, um, especially at Hartbury, um, with all the professionals we've got there, like the physios, the nutritionists. Mm-hmm. So um, people know um, I'm trying to do as much as I can, and then as soon when I'm off these crutches, I can start walking and kicking the ball again. I'll be back to it as soon as I can, you know. And have they given you a, a, a realistic time scale of, of when you should be expected to be back? Unfortunately, not because the swelling is um, still quite bad. So um, we can't we can't really say a time frame at the minute so as soon when the swelling goes down um we should have a bit more of a time frame because obviously as i said i know what you're like and and, and you even alluded to it there you, you want to play you know all the time with it being a you know being at Hartbury and having that facility on hand you know how lucky do you feel to to have that yeah lucky like ever since i joined Hartbury one about two three years ago now um, I felt privileged to be there and to have that availability of all these professionals around you with their with their skills and knowledge is real good because I know some people might not have that, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to utilise them as much as I can just to um, get back as soon as I can because I just want to be back playing football. And what, you know, what's it, what, what are they actually like in terms of, you know, how hands-on are they in terms of your, you know, rehab and when you are injured, you know, how closely do they look after you? Yeah, they, they look after you really well. But um, this is my first ever kind of major injury. Mm-hmm. So um, this is a bit new to me, like this week's been a bit strange. Mm-hmm. But um, they, they, they are on it, you know, they're, they know what they're talking about. Um, whether that's strength conditioning, physio, like you, you, you can tell they know what they're on about. So you just got to put kind of faith in them and just listen to their advice and then get on with it, sort of thing. Now this season, uh, as we mentioned, you know your first season at playing uh, Hellenic Premier Standard. You've, I mean, I, I couldn't believe when I looked the other the other week at the sort of the appearance figures, and you'd already hit forty games this season. Yeah, how much have you enjoyed this season at Long Levens? Yeah, I've, I've got to say I've really, I've really, really enjoyed it. Of course, moving from Simbridge wasn't wasn't easy because, of course, I've been there since I was in the under eighteen setup, and it's been, it's been kind of hard because of COVID and lockdowns and restrictions. Because that's all I've known in men's yeah. football, unfortunately. But this year is the first proper season I've been able to just play, you know, and had to have that honour of just playing at that at that level and at 11s is real real good you know and to be fair I think I could do a little bit better um I think and I said in my written report earlier in the year consistency is key mm-hmm. so um I think consistency for me is is something to look look on you know because that it is so important at that level and looking looking forward it's something that I want to improve so yeah and, and obviously, everyone who, who would have seen you play at under 18s level in particular would know that you know you are a striker. You, you want to play mm-hmm. through the middle, um, but if if you're looking from the outside and you look at that Long Levens team for the most part of the season, oh, it, you know it's easy to say, oh well, you know Ethan's just been cast out on the the right hand side. But then when you look at it, you know at one point you, Brad, and Rudy as the front three all had 17 goals at the same time. You know yeah. how much of a team effort is it as a forward free like that yeah it's been it's been a big team effort from, uh, since the get-go you know it, it was a dangerous front three and of course rude has gone to yeah where i wish him all the best and of course brad's uh, up top and i'm i'm on the right and even though yes it's not my more natural position playing out on the wing um i've definitely learned a lot since i've been out there but i'd much rather be out on the wing playing 90 minutes than 
not playing at all, if that makes sense, you know, because I'm going to develop more on on the wing, playing 90 minutes and sitting on the bench. But you're right in what you're saying, because obviously the more minutes you're on that pitch, regardless of, of you know where you are on it, you know that is only going to benefit you in, in terms of your development. You are still a, a young man, of course. So, you know, how has your relationship with the likes of Spider, um, you know, Mike, Casey, the, the coaching staff at Long Levens, you know, how helpful have they been for your development as well? Yeah, very helpful, of course. Like I've never, I never met Mikey before um, coming to Levens or Spider or Case. And since the get go, since preseason, they've been real positive with me. They showed a bit of faith in me, what I was really appreciative for. And of course, I'm only 18. I'm still learning. I'm still maturing. And the rest of the lads and the whole club as a tool, all the volunteers who work in week in, week out, um, do everything they can to make us play on a Saturday. And they, they everyone from top to bottom. Um, have showed a bit of faith in me, and I, I love that. And it's it's really supportive in a way. Have and you, have you seen I can't much thank improvement him. To, to your game. Have you seen much improvement to you know oh, your stature yeah. and everything? Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. It's like physicality. Of course, I'm I'm quite small, I'm only five foot four, but um, having that physicality, I've learned I learned a lot. That bit of aggression going into tackles and being direct, getting at players, I've learned that because maybe at the start of the season. I was a bit timid sometimes, um, not as confident. But now, as the season's gone on, you know, I've got 19 goals this year. I've contributed to the team quite a lot with with assists and goal contributions. So it's just gone on from there, really. And obviously, you were part of the squad who, uh, you know, played at Meadow Park in the game against yeah. Gloucester City in the FA Cup. You know, if, in the start of the season, if I'd said to you, look, you'd have played X amount of games, you'd have scored X amount of goals. You'd have had days out like that, you know, FA Vars trips where we were stuck on the side of the M4 as well. You know, could you have expected a season like this? No, not no, not really. To be fair, like playing at Gloucester was um, a real good experience playing in front of that many people. And of course, I remember Gloucester, but um, when they weren't even in Gloucester, you know, when the stadium was flooded, they were playing up at Evesham and Cheltenham. I, re- I, was, I remember that as a kid. And to have an actual club in Gloucester playing at Gloucester is real good. And then for me to even be playing there was 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 great in front of that many people. And it was just a great experience. And from, from the start of the season till now, hopefully my season isn't over, but till now, it's been great and I can't thank everyone associated with Levens enough from coaches, players, volunteers. Um, yeah, it's been it's been real, real good, real, real fun. And I know obviously you're a, you're an ambitious young man. You, you you have such a high standard. You know, I, I describe you in the nicest possible way to people who ask me about you as a, as, as almost a freak because you're so focus you're so driven and and you know I've seen a lot of players at, at your age and, and things like that and you know they have oh yeah I like playing football and I you know I like scoring goals I like this and you know like that but you know the drive that you have is is unreal um so you know with the fact you are injured with the fact that realistically we don't know um you know your season could be over how much more driven does that make you next season? You know, whether you're at Long Levens or or at Slimbridge or you know wherever you're playing. You know, how driven are you to to build on that next season? Yeah, to be fair, ever since I, I was um, young, um, I've been driven. When I was younger, I necessarily got picked for many things. Um, what was difficult, and it's kind of stemmed from there. To be fair, and to have that sort of drive and that passion because for me it's just passion you know I just love the game and I think I think football is all about percentages if you want to go far and you want to be serious it's all about percentages and if you can gain an extra percentage here from a better diet or by stretching and that makes you a better player those percentages add up and before you know it you can be a 10% better player from doing all those little things you know and I'm I'm serious about my football obviously I love playing it I find it so much fun but I I do want to go far and of course, I don't like to look too far in the future because I live in the present. There's no point in looking too far ahead because that will come. But the present for me is the most important thing. And like for me now, my aim is just to get back fit, um, get running, doing as much as I can to um, get back out there on the pitch. So it, it just comes from all of those um, things, if, uh, to be fair. Incredible answer, as I expected, mate. And, and you know, I mentioned... 
you know, during the season, there's been points, for example, with the 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 game where you know we were stuck on the M M four for a bit and, and things of that nature. But one thing that's been a constant this season, every time I've watched Long Levens, every time I've watched you play, you know, your mum's been there to to you know support you. How how supportive has she been and and your family been, you know, with you for the last few years and, and since you started playing football? Yeah, very supportive. Like my mum, Von um, granddad, all all my family, you know, they're very supportive. They they've always been like that since I was young, and they've kind of shared that passion for me mm-hmm. um, to go out there and try the best I can. So you know, I I can't I can't thank them enough, really. I know, I know they will be listening. So, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it all comes from them. To be fair, like taking me here and there and up and down the country, um, making sacrifices for them. Like you know what I'm saying? They've got a life too. Um, but sometimes they go like, look, I'll take you to training or I'll take you here or wherever, you know, so I can't thank them enough really. And, and yeah, it's, um, it's, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah. Cause I, I imagine your mum will be delighted that she's got a shout out to be fair. Um, but how, um, you know, when, when you were injured, as you said, it was your first major injury. Um, you know, how has your mum been? Has she been okay? Yeah, she's been, um, real supportive to be fair like of course I can't move I'm on crutches I've got this little boot on so um I'm kind of kind of like I'm immobile to be yeah, fair yeah. so like I can't just go up and make her meal or something you know like or get a drink or you know what I'm saying so I have to like go like ask her and I feel I feel bad but I can't do a lot about it so um yeah <laughs> well uh, one thing I wanted to touch on as well is obviously you are a Southampton fan how did that come about um, well, for the people who don't know, I'm, I'm actually from there. I was born down there. So you didn't I know that. Didn't know that at all. Oh, didn't you? No. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, I was born down there. So um, I lived down there a bit. My dad's side of the family are down there. And when I was a little todger, I used to go down there quite a lot um, to go and watch them. I remember us in League One when we was almost in administration, and I used to go down all the time. But as I've got older, and football's become a bit more of a um, a commitment. Um, What's it called? Um, I can go down as much, yeah, but yeah. wherever I can, wherever I can, I try and go and watch him. You know, I went on Boxing Day against West Ham, uh, where we won that, and then also went to the United game as well. What was real, real good, a real mm-hmm. good experience. I, I nearly said, um, you know, do you base your game on Marion Parhas, but then I remembered I'm 30 years old and you're not, so that just made me feel really old. Um, but yeah, Ethan, you know. Thanks very much for joining us on the programme. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been unbelievable watching you this season. We wish you all the best with your recovery and we can't wait to, to see you back on that pitch, mate. No, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. It's been fun. So, um, yeah. Perfect. We'll do it again. Ethan Dunbar on the programme. Thanks very much, mate. Take it easy. And you, mate. See you soon. There we go. Ethan Dunbar. Absolute. I mean, I say it in the nicest way possible when people do ask me about him. But I, I can't help but use the word freak. You know, it's hard to explain. I was sort of trying to allude to it there that, you know, we cover under-18s football here at Seven Sport. And in that period, we spoke to a lot of players, um, a lot of youngsters who, you know, some are quite quiet, some are maybe don't know how good they are. Ethan, in a way, is different to that because he knows already what where he wants to go he knows how good he can be and he knows that he's not there yet where you know a lot of players potentially struggle with that and don't know really too much how they're going to do what they need to do to get where they want to be um but he's as you can sort of tell from that interview there it spoke volumes for itself really on just how determined driven and focused that that young man is and yeah fascinating player fascinating player um and i'll say it right now expect to see his name somewhere along the lines of the seven sport end of season awards there'll be at least one category that i'll be putting him forward for and you know some people give me stick about my um you know relationship with Long Levens you know my support of Long Levens you know my uh, infatuation with Long Levens and and, you know I do 
like the club I do you know I do feel at home with the club when I'm there and stuff like that and you know really good friends with the likes of Craig Martin and and some of the players as well so you know yeah yeah he's he's people will will question our you know long levens players in the end of season awards but if there's one player that's destined to appear in that it is going to be Ethan Dunbar and potentially wouldn't be surprised if he does win something, and you know that's off the cuff. I haven't even thought about saying that. I've not really thought about the end of season awards. The only reason, ironically, I have thought about it this morning is because uh, I remember the chat yesterday where Freddie Ward and Adam Mace were talking to me about it. So, yeah, that's why it's fresh in the memory. Already had a text in from Kelsey saying, "Ethan Dunbar, what a lovely man." Completely agree. It's nine o'clock, and the. Basically, with the Tuffley ladies players that are about to come onto the program, how I've done it is I've set up a WhatsApp. Well, asked them to add me into a WhatsApp group. Four of us. I messaged this morning. Morning, how are we all? There was talk in the week that potentially they could be hung over. Drinks could be had on the Friday night. But I was willing to risk it. I messaged earlier. It's been a bit quiet. Only two of the three responded. It's just tick nine oh well nine oh two now, you know no messages to say oh you know are you, you going to call us yet? Because you know I am late. That's not a good start. This is going to be one thing or the other, but let's find out. We'll we'll try and do a group call live, and we'll just see who answers the phone straight away. We've had answers. Morning. 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 Are, are we all here? Are we all answered? Not gonna lie, I think Robin's uh, not got up. That's the, the risk we took. I said, you know, two or three only ever responded to me. <laughs> At least we've got Holly Kay, the responsible one, and Ellen Knight, who's not the responsible one, um, on the program. <laughs> How are we? I'm good, you? Yeah, all good. Now, first and foremost, how was last night? Big nights, was it? <laughs> yeah, I had a few. I had a few. <laughs> what were you drinking? Uh, porn I was star on beer. Beer and porn star martinis. <laughs> Basic. <laughs> right, let's get into it. So, Sunday... Tuffley Rovers ladies versus Cheltenham Civil Service ladies. It's going to be at Cleveland Park. You played at Cleveland Park last week. How excited are you to, to be playing there again? Uh, I am quite excited, actually. It's our last home game in season, so it'll be nice for everyone to come down and give us a watch because I think this season we haven't really got a lot of support, so I think tomorrow will be good for us. Do you, as players, you know, do you prefer playing at Cleveland Park than, than obviously the Wingate? Wingate's uh, alright to be fair, but it's nice to have like Cleveland Park open because people are more likely to come down, which we've seen obviously from last week. And has it been, has it been frustrating that you haven't played at Cleveland Park as much as you'd have liked? Do you know what? It's a funny one because obviously our, our first season as as a ladies team, we, we played at Cleveland Park, loved it, and then all of a sudden we wasn't, and it was it was a bit of a kick in the teeth. But I think. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Yeah, it is. As individuals and as a team, is there a you know a feeling that you, if given the choice, you'd rather play at Cleveland Park? Yeah, definitely. That's our home pitch. Definitely. I guess more people are inclined to come and watch as well. Well, we obviously saw you play in the County Cup against uh, Gloucester City Women Development, and the, the turnout that you got for that game was you know pretty good. For for a ladies game on a Sunday afternoon where there was a lot going on, you know, people were yeah. still going out and about and, and things like that, you know, and people loved it. People enjoyed it. You know, myself and Kelsey, we sat there, we loved every second of it as well. Um, but yeah, I, I always felt it was a bit of a shame that you, you don't play that week in, week out. Like I said, it's a sticky one, but preferably we'd love to play there, but it's just the blokes... Obviously, that's their home pitch. At the end of the day, we're we're more of a if it's not if it's not torn up and stuff, then we'll play on it. 
And how have you found the season so far? Obviously, you know, looking at the table, looks like a decent season after being getting promoted. Oh, um, in all honesty, do you know what? We started the season really well. We we were we were beating teams, we were loving it. But I think this after the season, we, we've fallen off a bit. What do you reckon that's yeah. down to? I think I think communication is yeah. just yeah, it's it's gone to pot. We we we're struggling really bad, really bad. But, what, fair, but though, what's caused that? What, what's caused the sort of lack of communication? Oh, uh, we're trying to work out. That's why we can't. That's what we're like all trying to work out. I think we all just need a sit down conversation and just try to get to how it was at the start of the season. Yeah, I think I think we've all we've all fallen out in love with the game, unfortunately, myself included. And I think we've just got to get ourselves back to enjoying it again. Do you reckon it could be down to? Let's try, and, let's try and figure it out as a team. Right. Um, do you reckon it could be down to... Because there have been weeks where, you know, you've gone... Well, I say weeks. There's been periods where you've gone weeks without playing games. Does that yeah. make it difficult? Massively, massively. It's like we, we played Bristol Rovers last week. That That's what, the biggest game of the season. We hadn't played in a month. And that just, that hit us like a ton of yeah. on ground, like, over a month. Um, yeah, didn't help. Because yeah, we we were tra- training indoors. It just hmm. it didn't work for us, unfortunately. Because because it's not just you that have, have been that way. You know, Alverston in, in Division One. We saw them last week lose at, at Gloucester City. They've lost two in a row after not losing for you know three seasons. But they went literally two months without playing a, a competitive game. You know how difficult is that to you know build momentum if you're you know playing once a month. I think for us, because the thing is, we're all mates. Like we all see each other every mm-hmm. week, week in, week out. Whether we're drinking or whether we're out, but when we're on the pitch, we struggle because we haven't physically kicked a ball in a month. I think you can tell, and we've always been one of them teams where it, where it gives it takes it takes the first half for us to actually get into into a game anyway. So when we're coming off the back of not training and not playing properly, just it shows, unfortunately. It's a shame as well because I remember when we like had the conversation after getting promoted, we're like, oh, we'll have to like up the sessions, like have more um, up the fitness. But then yeah. we ended up just doing exactly what we did before, and it was working. But now since not playing, just something's gone wrong. And just yeah, it, I, I think I think people's heads aren't in it anymore, unfortunately. But I think. When our season ends and we've got the summer, I think come September, I think we'll all we'll all be in the right headspace to crack on. I guess to look at it, look at it positively. You know, you still have had a very good season, obviously after being promoted into Division Two. You know, you, you can almost use this season as a positive to say, right, this is what was good, this was what was bad. Over the summer, we can now look forward to the next season by. You know, learning from the experience that you've had over the last season, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. I think getting promoted anyway. We, we were like, we knew it was going to be a challenge, but I think we walked into it a bit like, oh, it's going to be really tough, and that we started winning games. We were a bit shocked, actually. Like, I don't want to discredit credit our team, but I think we, we've done all right. Top three, I reckon. That's that's a bloody good result. <laughs> and- if we get it. <laughs> And obviously, you have got a couple of games left, as we said. You know, the the last home game um, this week. You know, how important is it to to try and end the season on a high? Definitely, I think we all need it as well. Because, like Holly said, like I think not everyone's got their head in it, and I think, like especially this game at the weekend, I think it'll be it'll be good for us to win it. Yeah, after the fact, they slapped us away as well, so <laughs> absolutely annihilated us. <laughs> Can, are you able, are you allowed to reveal any early squad news at all? Obviously, you on the Twitter, you know the the account is always you, talking about the the team that's coming out. Has it come out yet? Do, do you know what? I think Vaughan is so stacked at work; he hasn't even released a squad. But it's just it's everyone. Like yeah, everyone's playing as or, normal. <laughs> or potentially, there's a chance that he knows you. You're coming on the show this morning. Doesn't want you to reveal it. There's always that chance. <laughs> oh no, nah, he's chilled out. He's so chilled out. <laughs> how, how how supportive has he been? How great has he been for you? Oh, yeah, bless him. He he bends over backwards for us. He's 
he he's got his own business. He work he works till late at night, and sometimes he doesn't make training because of it. And it's like we all sit there and we're like we give him so much jip, and yeah, we we feel bad sometimes. We do, but he tries his best. Bless him. He's done so much for us. <laughs> because obviously we had. Um during the last few weeks we've had you know plenty of ladies come on from from their respective teams talking about you know how important it has been to have that support you know how important yeah. is it for you know Turfley Rovers ladies to to have support whether it is from Vaughan you know from people attending games from you know people showing interest in games you know how important is that support network I think that's what makes it worthwhile knowing that people want to come and watch us play I think it's a shame really we don't like, don't get me wrong, I think the thirds, fourths and fifths, a few of the blokes from them come and watch us play, but I think we, we want we want support from, like, the first and the second team because mm-hmm. week in, week out, we're watching them play football and I think a bit more support from them would be would be nice. I, I know um, Muzzy watched us play last week, which is really nice. Did he, did, he, did he say anything to you after watching? Has he said anything to warn, do you know? Or, you know, was he just I, happy to watch? I had li- I had a little rant to him after the game, but he, he didn't really say much. But it, it was nice to see him there. Like, we haven't really had that kind of support before. But, yeah, it was really nice. Well, to be fair, Muzzy is a footballing man. You know, we, we've known and been speaking to Neil Musto for years when he was at Gloucester City. And, you know, one thing that he will do is, you know, take time out to to talk to everyone about football. So, you know, having him at the club and the likes of Ken will, will only be a, a positive, really. Um, but looking ahead to to, uh, to Sunday, to, to the game, Holly Kay, haven't seen you play before, all this talk, and you even admitted to me that you are all talk. Like I said, Brian, I'm all talk. Talker. <laughs> I am all talk. <laughs> Personally, I don't, I don't like a striker who doesn't back themselves. Just because one person's coming to watch... I'm just a man. I'm just a normal bloke. There was no pressure here. Do you know what? Since I come back from injury, I've been all right, you know. I'll back myself on that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to get the confidence flowing here. We we, we don't want to just, you know, turn up and see a striker, you know, feeling the pressure and not, you know, producing the goods. We want goals. You know, I'm coming to Cleveland Park tomorrow for goals. All right, we'll see. We'll see. See. That is That's all I'm saying. Shocking answer. What's the plans today then, ladies? What what's what's happening today? Uh we're watching the first team play at Gleaver. On having a few drinks and then we'll see where the night takes us. So <laughs> So that means so, uh, uh, so that means I'm seeing you today as well. That's outrageous. Yeah, so if you see me feeling a bit rough tomorrow, uh you know why. Because you feasted on the goals that the first and the Lydney are going to serve up today. They know that when nah. when Bacon Butty is there, goals are to be expected. And if it's nil-nil yeah. now, I'm going to be gutted. No, nah, I reckon I reckon 3-1 toughly. We'll have them. We'll have them. See, that's the confidence that we wanted. Um, to end, um, I think we need to discuss the fact that you know Robin has missed the interview, has missed the big appointment surely there is some sort of fine system in place within the team that this has to happen. Uh, funny you say that. I am fines master. <laughs> Come on then, what, what, what are we thinking? What's the punishment here? Uh, Ellen, what do you think? At least a dirty pint. Oh, um, yeah. She can sink them, to be fair, though. She's one of them. She can sink them. Right. At least two, then. Two dirty pints. <laughs> Love that. Can't wait to be to, called out. Can't wait to see to it call... on social media as well. That's what it needs yeah. to happen. Definitely. Definitely. She'll have one after the game. What what I think needs to happen on the video of her doing them before that she needs to apologise. Apologise for not not appearing on the programme. We'll get that for you, it's alright. We'll get it. Perfect. Well ladies, thanks very much for joining us on the programme today. We look forward to catching up with you at Cleveland Park later and also seeing you in action uh tomorrow. But thanks very much for joining us. Thank you very much. There we go, Holly Kay and Ellen Knight join us on the programme. Unbelievable. You book a guest. You ask for volunteers. The volunteer throws their hand up. They say, yes, Ryan, I want to come on the programme. And they're a no-show. We haven't had many no-shows over the years at Seven Sport. Chalk that up as one. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. And for banter purposes, you wouldn't get that at Long Levens. That is what I'm telling you now. 
We've never had a no-show from Long Levens. Fact. That is a factual statement. But that was the first group interview done. The second one was potentially the one that could go wrong. Um, Freddie Ward, Adam Mace, great friends. Adam Mace's birthday yesterday. Looking at my little online tab on, on, the, on the group chat. Freddie Ward's online. Adam Mace, there is nothing against his name. Oh no, what is going to happen here? Call in the group. Here we go then. Oh, Adam Mace joins first, he hasn't let me down. The, the no. Onla- no online green little tick, but he's here. No. Here I am. Freddie Ward's here as well. Good morning, gents. First and foremost, Adam Mace, happy birthday for yesterday. Many happy returns. How was your day, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It's always nice to wake up to Freddie Ward every morning, isn't it? So um, I'm, I'm sure we've probably got to keep the noise down just in case he wakes Collie up. But um, yeah, I'm all good. <laughs> <laughs> so the call's been active for less than 30 seconds, and we've already had the, the first one. Um, you're, you're a team. We want to talk about the teamwork first before we, we get into gyps and things like that. Tips the league coming up next week. You were worried, particularly Fred was getting a bit nervous, as he always does before a big game. Um, getting nervous about whether he's going to be included this year. I've included you. You're the only Tips the League tipsters that are appearing on the show before Cheltenham. That is a big stage for you. Um, you know, Freddie Ward has a lot to answer for because the last couple of years haven't been great. So what's going to be different this time? Well, it's either the Mason's for, I think. He's, he's the one that's been picking all the winners. I was trying to say not not the winners. Hang on. You just give me some praise there. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, the long and short of it is, I think after we've been called out this week by Colin Hamish, um, uh, so, I, I think success is anything above him. Um, Brad tried getting involved, but I didn't even realise he even played it, so we'll leave him alone. Um, Colin, <laughs> Colin Hamish is the one we're gunning for. Um, he plays this little 1v1 versus Joel but I think we'll just go along in the background and we'll, and we'll see how we get on Well, I know you both don't listen to, to Buddies for Breakfast but we had Colin on the other week and he, he did sort of say that he did fancy yourselves to finish second behind him You know, I, I was outraged because I gave him the option of either Joel White and Myron or, or, or Tom Deacon and, and Jake Parrott and he chose you instead, disgusting um, good personally good Colin Personally, I don't see you finishing in the top four. Just like Man United, you're not, not finishing I. in the top four at all. Um, yeah, nor do I, so we're on the same boat on that so, one. Uh, to be fair, I fancy us this season. I mean, I've done my bit of homework. I'll, let, I'll leave Macy to pick the, uh, the favourites as normal, and then uh, we'll be all right. Well, the thing is, <laughs> I, I've sent you the text message asking for your, your pre-festival nap, and I don't know what to expect. So, yeah. who's taking the lead on this one? Absolutely Freddie Ward, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I'm still studying at the moment, no? so you, <laughs> you just said you, you just said you've done your homework. You either have done it yeah. or you're still doing it. Yeah, I didn't say I've finished it. God, it's make up as he goes along. You know me, kid. Now, tips the league will take care of itself next week. Talk a bit about football now. Start with uh, Freddie. You know, Bishop's Cleave, absolutely flying. Josh is there today for us for your game against Hallen. Colica on the. No, no, I'm at Tuffley Lydney, my friend. Gloucestershire versus uh, Gloucestershire is always where I'm going. But Paul Colica spoke to Josh and he said that, you know, you can't underestimate Hallen. You can't take them lightly at all. How much would you echo that sentiment? Yeah, uh, as you know, they're, they're bottom of the league. When, we're t- when you're top, you kind of think, oh, here we go. It is banana skin. Um, you've got to take it as, as we're playing a top team. I said to the boys in the week. Um, just before the curry when we trained um... <laughs> what are you laughing dog <laughs> yeah, but I, I did actually say at training and said look at the end of the day we've got a three years a game where they're, say they're second in the league um, it's not. It's never a give me it's nil nil um, we've just got to do what we've got to do we've been doing it for the last what six, six seven months we don't want to I don't want to bring a horse to him into it but we don't want to be falling on a final hurdle like Annie Parra so it's, it's basically we've just got to go over the line now um, four games left win the next three and it's done so are you hoping, we're taking this game are you going to be looking out Go for on. a result at uh, Brimscombe and Frapp against Westbury today nah we don't expect Brimscombe to do us any favours chop that out there um, 
No, well, at the end of the day, they they they, they got to get the wins as well. So uh, we can only concentrate on ourselves. So. And what's the the, the squad news? Obviously, you know, Bishop's Cleave have a you know a wealth of luxuries, able to to we leave do, out a couple of of decent players every week. Um, not including yourself. Um, so who's 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 not who's not made the the cut this week? Who who's the you know missing out this week? Oh, I can't say that live on air, mate. Bloody hell! Um, God, I thought I'd had him. I thought I'd sucked him uh, in. We got we we're, at, we're having to leave. I think two out today. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's not a great position to be in, obviously from our side of it. But it's it's where we are. Though mm. we've got competition for places. Uh, we've got at least two players in every spot pushing for a place. So is it? It's a good place to be for for, for Collie. He likes that kind of thing, but it's a bit harsh on the players because you know it's, it's not nice to be left out. So, from a coaching standpoint, though, how how nice is it to to have so many players who you know are determined? You know, Paul talked about um, the hard work and the, the fitness of the team, and we know that you're a fitness freak, Freddie. Um, you know, yeah. how how warming is it to see so many players chomping at a bit, raring to go? It is. It is um... From the side, if you look at our team, um, you wouldn't say they'd be the, the fit, one of the fitter teams, but we are. Um, we've proved that. We've played teams, I think it might have been toughly early doors. Um, they were chirping from the side saying, oh, look at the state of these guys, etc. We, we finished games strong. And we've done that for the last, I'd say, five, six months. We've looked strong. Um, and, and players players manage themselves during the game. You don't need to be running around for 90 minutes and... Looking, looking fit. You got to manage the game quite well, and we got players that do that. And then the last bit, bit on Cleve. Obviously, this week, um, Josh confirmed after speaking to to Paul that you know the ground's going to be ready for next weekend. Um, from what I was told, you trained on it for the first time this week. You know, what's it been like being there? No, that's not true. We had to train over Good the train. back. Oh. Yeah, we had, um, we weren't allowed on it because they had some I don't know someone coming to grade it the next day and. They didn't want anything on it or any balls on it. How's it looking? How's it looking? I'm surprised, actually. It looks real nice. Um, I didn't expect it to look that good, but, um, yeah, it looks lovely. Are you, uh, I'm, not, I'm, not a massive, I'm not a massive fan of the artificial pitch. Well, I was going to ask. I, I imagine you wouldn't be. No, I'm, I'm pretty good. Okay, I wouldn't worry about it. You might, oh. you, might on, you might play on the power league on a Sunday, but we ain't worried about we, that. To be fair, we, we've been pretty good at it. We went to we went to Usham a few weeks back. I don't know how to do it, but <laughs> yeah, closed doors game. Um, we, we, I don't think they've won on it since. I think I think they've lost a few. Lee and I want to say Banbury as well. But hey, I don't want to get involved I'll, in I'll my make, team. I'll make a point of saying the guy who ran the line in the first half weren't bad. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> One thing, well, you talk about training games. We're a big moment in a training game this week saw a certain goal scorer of Mace, comma Adam. Oh, and I just going through a tunnel. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and obviously, it's come at a time where you know Fred has been quite vocal on social media about your your goal drought. You know, nice to to. Put how, long, how long has it been? Tell me again. How long has it been? Have some respect. He's a defender, man. We talk facts. We talk, talk facts. It's one of those things. I'm a great believer in karma. Um, <laughs> I'll talk you through it because um, I didn't. You obviously, weren't really interested in the final details. Um, really. It was. It was actually a corner. You scored a corner. Oh, no chance. <laughs> corner on the wind. Um, some would. Some would say bracket, but I wouldn't want to sort of, you know, change the rules to that. So yeah, no, it was a great moment. Uh, just because it was a friendly, I, I didn't take my shirt off or anything. I just. Just pumped the air a few times and kissed the badge and, and got on with it. I think we were about four or five down at that stage. So, um, some some things weren't appropriate. You haven't but, kissed um, the badge. Yeah, it, it, it nice to get minutes in the legs. You know, it's like you know we, we haven't got forty players like some teams, and um, you know, we have to. You know, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens next year. They, they've done well. Let's give them credit. They, they've done well. They they are expected to do well against other clubs. though, let's be honest. Um, and, and I think next year it'll be interesting. Um, older bodies on on the four G. We've seen it this year. Lots of injuries from training on it. So, you know, the likes of uh, you know Slacky and his dodgy knees and all that lot. Like, it'll be interesting to see how they get on. But you know, looking forward to the uh, to the to the Shum uh, Cleve Derby next year. Well, you won't be there then. Um, I'm new gaffer at AC. Because you mentioned to have your spot. You mentioned obviously Cleve, you know, likely to to get promoted. I'd like to think that Paul Collicott would invest in, you know, seven league players and seven league quality coaches. So you know, Fred might be, be <laughs> elsewhere. I reckon could be still yeah, in, think, still in the Hellenic. I think, if you, 
if you're not a massive fan of the Sunday roast, you, you probably need to try and bargain a better deal, to be honest. But you know, I managed that level before. It's, it's, it's a pony league. <laughs> you managed that level and you lose an eight nil every week because you had Kieran Squires up front, mate. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's quite. Yeah, right. you, I think you, I was you got a ta- point. Taught in the way we lost seven nil on a Tuesday night. That was that was a highlight of Reds. But so you changed formation second half of uh, six 0 down, so it was only one 0 second half. <laughs> I got you on for the last ten, didn't I? <laughs> I mean, bringing it back, bringing it back. Bringing it back, you know, Adam Mace is talking about he's kissed the badge, and you know, I've, I'm pretty sure I saw him kiss the Slimbridge badge, the Cleves badge. Um, yeah. You know, just add that yeah. to the list, man. Yeah, he kisses well, his badge. Yeah, I've played quite a lot of games now, BB. I know, I know what they like, not what they don't like. Not well, like Fred, he's sort of. I think when when he joined Cleve uh, last year, I think he had three games for Fairford and. All sort of playing for Hardwick. He's had more clubs than Tiger Woods. So sure, sure. He turned out for Long Levens in pre-season as well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually did. Yeah. yeah no. And then he, and then he becomes an Ibis FC fan. I don't get it. Uh, I just love the game. Then I just love the game. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Loves the game, but you know, ignores those who who also love the game when they go and watch and and cover his team as well, which is uh, yeah, yeah. Nightmare, really. Yeah, he's a bully, but yeah, let's move, let's move on. We're, we're all Long Levens fans. I'm a huge Long Levens fan. Uh, a lot of time for Craig. Brad's all right. Um, and it's I, not what you told me this morning on Fred, private message. I spoke to you all day, all week actually. So uh, no, he's, uh, he he just likes he likes to wind people up, Fred. I don't know if we all know that by now, but um, you know he, he needs to worry about himself. They got you know a few hurdles to jump the next few weeks, so uh, let, let's wait and see. And Everyone's waiting for us to slip up. I can I can feel it. <laughs> No, I can't. I can't wait for the Champions Twenty Two shirts at home to Brimscombe. I'll be there. That's a fact. Get the guard on the right. We got an open top bus. I think going around the over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's terrible banter. Because why would the Bishop's Cleave bus leave Bishop's Cleave to go around in Gloucester? Yeah, Makes no sense. Pat, Pat Cleo's probably driving it. That's why. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> um, no, obviously we mentioned that you know Cleave are playing Halland today. Isham have got uh, a no game week. Um, you know, makes you are suspended anyway, so you know you wouldn't have been playing. But um, so, what's yeah. your what's your plans today, mate? Your first Saturday um, as a twenty seven year old. I've just had my kitchen done this week, Ryan. So uh, I'm just going to go and put the pots and pans away. Uh, might check the clean <laughs> score in between, but no, nothing crazy. It's a shambles, really. Talk us through. Put some cones over me. Come down. Nah, nah. I, could, I heard nah, you could earn decent, decent money. Decent yeah. money at Cleve yeah, uh, no, doing the cones. Apparently, no, going to Fred's bank. No, it's this. It's no crazy that we share, they share, we share grounds and they got a bigger budget. I, I can't understand it, to be honest. So I'll stay at home and watch the games on the telly. That's because we stay in the bar longer than you boys. You just shoot off. <laughs> Talk to me, though, mate. You, know, you said you had your kitchen done. What have you had done to it? What's the colour scheme? What, what, what are we talking? Granite topped? Oh, I don't get involved in that. No, we're, uh, we're a light oak work top. Um, yeah, we've had it sprayed this week. So uh, we'll have a great big reveal at 10 o'clock. But um, no, just a chill one for me. Watch a, watch a couple of games a weekend and then... Uh, races next week so uh, put, put, hopefully put uh, put Colin to the sword by midweek get it done and, and enjoy the rest of the week and Fred this afternoon's game how are you getting ready for it? Um, I'm excited to start the hairdressers at the moment get a little quick trim um, we've got a little referee game in about an hour's time what are you reffing? oh unbelievable where's that? whereabouts is that? it's uh, so a hard wick not far from me so it's literally go and do that Straight home, have a quick shower, then um, get my bag prepped, and then hopefully go and get another three points. Perfect. Well, thanks very much, gents, for joining us on the programme. That absolutely flew by. Um, good luck to you in the Tips the League next week. Good luck to yourself, Fred, this afternoon, Bishop's Cleave versus Hallen. Um, and we'll, I think we'll have the, the last word to the birthday boy, Adam Mace, I reckon. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Goal scorer, Adam Mace. No, thank you, Ryan. It's been a pleasure. Fred, you're still a... I won't swear a lot on air. Fred, you're still a bit of an idiot. Um, but um, <laughs> next week, we'll see. Thanks, gents. Enjoyed it. Cheers, boys. Thank you very much. Freddie Ward, Adam Mace, join us on the programme. And, yeah, just listening to that, you know, half of it is just picking on each other, really. Um, I'm lucky to be in a group chat with them and yeah when Man United lose it's awful as you can imagine Um, but that is the show done can't believe it we're at the end of the programme a full hour potentially no technical difficulties we had one difficulty in that one of the guests didn't turn up luckily we had two of our teammates 
coming on as well. I still can't believe we've had an O-show. Doesn't happen on Seven Sport. Usually everyone's raring to go. I imagine Ethan Dunbar was up at four o'clock this morning preparing himself to get on the programme. That's, you know, the, the dedication of the man. But neither here or there. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, thank you to Ethan Dunbar, to Holly Kay, to Ellen Knight, and to Freddie Ward and Adam Ace for joining me on the programme. Looking out the window, there is sun in the sky. It was raining yesterday in and around Gloucester and the southwest. It looks like it's a sunny one. It's going to be a good one. We're all going to the football. Wherever we're going to go and watch it, we're all going to enjoy it. And then we're all going to go to sevensport.co.uk for all of the latest non-league and grassroots action in and around Gloucestershire. And it'll be the place to go for all of your Cheltenham tips in the week. If you uh, have any questions or any, you know, any comments you want to give us in regards to this show, to the TN Talk, to anything that we produce, let us know on Twitter at 7sport, facebook.com forward slash 7sport, info at 7sport.co.uk and on our Instagram at 7 underscore sport. Give us a follow, give us a like and uh, yeah, that is a good way to sign out as well as reminding you that we will be recording another episode of TN Talk this weekend. So look out for that next week as well. But also come back next week, half eight, for more buddies for breakfast and listen again to this programme and every other bit of Seven Sport programming on the Spotify and on Anchor FM. But until then, we'll see you next week. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk.